Hello, and welcome to the Dead and Sons podcast. I'm talking very silently, because people here are sleeping. I should also I wanna... talk very softly, oh. because people are sleeping around me. But I don't care! Oh my god. Oh people my god. Are, are sleeping around me, George Weedman, as well. No, they're not, George. Don't lie. People are watching zombie anime girls around you. But in between me, the zombie anime girls, Patrick sitting back there playing Smash, of course, is our, our, our other worldly traveling tourists behind thin walls who might call the police on me. Because the Airbnb host mentioned that in the instructions. She was like, don't call the police on yourself by being loud at night. <laughs> wow can you imagine if you 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 had like a decibel meter internally and you're like well i've gone over that time to call the police on myself that's that's what we don't have that's what bakagaijins don't have is is an internal decibel monitor i know when i was on the train with you and everyone else is silent and your voice is just naturally <laughs> booming over yes, everyone yes. i'm like george for good sakes i'm like i'm all i don't want to point it out to you but i'm like trying to stare you down into a quiet and you're just like, wow, everyone's really quiet on here. It's so strange. <laughs> that is so like me. That is so like me to break the silence by mentioning the silence. And you're like, there sure is a lot of people on here. As people, more people crown on. Ah, oh, man, man. We, uh, we visited, um, uh, my, my, my friend, my friend Scrib in Osaka and at night, we got on the last train back home, and it started playing the train song, the get on the last train back home song. And we all just yeah. looked at each other after a long, hard, tiring day of going to tourist traps and just burst out laughing. It was one of those, like, comfortable silences, followed by an amicable, sociable laugh, and everyone else on the train was just completely dead quiet and having none of it. <laughs> well, wow. It's nice to know that Japan is making you stir crazy. Is is this just the old, the older generation in Japan? I because mean, on Friday nights, the younger generation is just a little bit more yes. relaxed. Yeah, and and I don't know if you remember, but on Friday nights or even on weekdays, like starting around ten or eleven, like man, fuck off, dude. Salary men, they make as much noise as we do sometimes. Fuck yeah! They, oh my god, yeah. I remember. Actually, speaking of this, I have one. I want to get this off my chest because, man, you remember the place we went to, George, when you were here? Uh, which like one? The, the, that narrows the it down. One where we, the one where we <laughs> ate that fucking amazing chicken, Tebazaki. Uh, uh, yes. Where you had like a physiological reaction to it. Mm, it was so I mean, good. that's a lot of food, but yes, yes, I do remember Tebazaki. Yeah, so that place we went to, right? Mm. I've been there prior because that's like one of our go-to places. It's a place called Zawatami. It's a really good izakaya. Izakaya is like a Japanese bar restaurant mm, thing. Good, good milk and, cocktails. Yeah, where you eat and drink as much as you as you want, basically. And there was this one time we went, and there was a group of about twelve of us, all like bakugaijin with our like Japanese friends, and <laughs> we were making noise. But it was a Friday night, and everyone else is making noise around us. And then like this old couple come and sit uh, sat behind us, and like. You know, for like half an hour, we're like chatting away as normal, like totally normal. And then like they get up and they just like leave. And then we're like, well, fuck them. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, the people come and they say, you guys need to leave. Whoa, really? And we're like, what? And they're like, you're making too much noise. 
and we're like all of a sudden our Japanese friends turn around and they're like don't you fucking say that like you're just saying this because they're fucking foreigners and like those old people complaining and they were like yeah those old people complained and it's like well why did you sit yeah. next to the fucking gaijin have you have you heard how loud it is in here on a Friday night holy shit it's so loud it's not just these guys just because they're foreigners like everyone's super loud God. it's just these old people complaining and they were like ah so we saying woman's like it's like yeah fuck off you're <laughs> so right like when these salary men, like get a few beers and a few whiskey highballs down them they're so fucking loud as well like all japanese conventions go out the window they're fucking smoking and drinking everywhere super loud and i don't care because i'm all for like crazy salary men doing crazy stuff but when we get painted with that brush of being loud unless you're george on a train <laughs> it's uh it's a bit shitty I, I got a similar incident this morning when I got on the train out of uh, Sapporo to Tokyo, I was getting a bento box in the grand Japanese tradition. Oh, by the way, lovely, lovely, lovely experience. Um, finding out my JR pass had expired during this trip. That seven-day <laughs> period, it counts the very first day you activate it. You can't just add seven to the number of the day you start. Wait, well, so you have to buy another one. I I spent about two hundred thirty dollars on train tickets this morning, and I, oh god, oh. I mean, that, to be th- fair, George, <sighs> considering how much I know you've traveled, you would have easily racked up about two thousand dollars worth of train travel so far. Though that's why you get the JR pass. And any any yeah. any listeners who who are planning Japan save up money, buy a JR pass, and use the heck out of it because Japanese people Absolutely. don't get that privilege. Expats no. like Liam don't get that privilege. Don't either. get that privilege. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you, you, you would, like, you were, like, when we were planning, the, when you were planning this trip, you were, like, yeah, like, come to, like, Sapporo and come to, like, Tokyo with it. I was mm-hmm. like, George, this is going to cost me, like, $2,000, like, in mm-hmm. the country I live in. Like, the the JR Rail Pass is, like, the secret ticket to doing whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You literally went, you left my place. Well, you came from Tokyo to Okayama, <laughs> which is West Japan, to which, then stay which here. Which five to hours only itself. To then only go back to Tokyo to meet Patrick, mm-hmm. to then go to Osaka, which is like in between where I live in Tokyo, mm-hmm. instead of just going to Osaka and then having Patrick come to Osaka to meet you. But because you had the JR Rail Pass, you could just literally do stupid shit like that. And and I feel so guilty, but also so triumphant when when I talk <laughs> to expats like you. There's a couple of them, and the couple of Japanese fans I've talked to who say that, like, I have done more Japanese tourism stuff than they have just because yeah. of this JR Pass. It's yeah. it's an incredible resource. I've not been to Sapporo yet. I've Absolutely. Not been to positively. Anyone who can make use of it, please do. Because I've seen... It would, it would cost me, like, $500 to Hokkaido. I've seen Hokkaido now. I've seen Kyoto. I've seen Osaka. I've seen Okayama. I've seen Hiroshima. Like, I feel like I've been all over. I, like, like the, the, the list of stuff left to do is running out. Uh, well, well, Nintendo yeah. Land's going to open up soon, so, you know, I'll be back for that. Well, it sounds like you've enjoyed your time. Yes, yes. Oh, and I, I did have a similar incident um, with your, with your uh, uh, Bakugaijin racism. That's, this is so much more mild, but I was basically waiting in line for a convenience store um, to heat up a bento box I got for the train. And yeah. apparently Wait, I was taking... for you? No, I had to ask. I had to ask. And, and sh- there was a little bit of a language barrier. We had to squint and body language. I'm not, it's the routine by now. 
And the guy behind me angrily stomped out of line because he was late for his train. When the announcer came on, he just sighed and, and like, stormed out of the building and ran off. And I felt bad, question mark? Nah, fuck him. Fuck him. Shouldn't have been Mm -hmm. late for his train. He's Japanese. He's got, like, an internal body clock that allows him not to be late. Or just high pressure from the boss. (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, jump over those those red and black boxes, right? Right, Liam? Yeah, definitely do that. That'll get you not in jail. <laughs> smash so, through uh, the kombini. Smash. smash. We've, we've been playing Smash the past week, right? Right, guys? We have. All three of us. What's, what's our impressions now, now that we have a lot more hours in our belts? Laggy. <laughs> Well, actually, you say that. I streamed some today, and it wasn't as laggy as it has been. See, the lag shouldn't just be in your mouth. It, why is lag in your mouth? Like, why is it swimming in there? You know what I'm saying? This is not wine. You're not supposed to just, like, let the smash sit on your tongue for a little bit and swash it around before you swallow it. No, no, no. Okay? <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to be. It's, not it's pretty to- rough. It's pretty rough, man. I I I find myself playing against the computer a little every time I want to practice. Uh, I actually um, finally figured out how to uh, get my controls to work. My oh, I noticed controls. that too. I, I've been I, trying. I've been struggling with that. I deleted everything. I deleted all the profiles and only had one profile, and that fixed it. I only had two profiles before. Wait, what was the problem? I deleted the other profile. That's no, that no, was yeah, the but what was that? Yeah, but what problem was that causing? I don't, what Basically, I, I couldn't remove stick jump. I've oh, I've right, got that okay. problem too, and I just now started playing with it because I just now actually started playing with the Joy Cons instead of GameCube controllers. Wow, with and GameCube I, controllers it just worked, but with Joy Cons I'm having monkey having here. issues. Yeah, um, I finally got it to work, and my gosh, I went back to shit tier. That was already I was already pretty pretty just okay. Yeah. Now I'm just like shit there. It's like mm. pressing up on the stick and you're like, wait a minute, why am I not jumping? Something that's yeah, no, so change natural. It. Like I I don't use I don't like I know a lot of people do, but I don't tend to use up on the stick to jump. Mm-hmm. But I will instinctively react sometimes without even thinking and i will press up for example where like if i'm jumping i will use the the y button or the x button i can't remember which one is which um to jump like like standard but if i have like for example like an item like the fire flower or like the wind thing because i can't hold the button to do it and also press jump i will then use the up stick to jump so I can sort of go up and down to like match other characters who are trying to avoid it because mm-hmm. I can't press I can't press A to hold the item to do what I want it to do and also press jump with X. So I have to still have even though I don't use it that often I still have to have up stick jump. See the thing is I want to be able to use the tilts easy, uh, especially ah, up tilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. You know, if you have a GameCube controller, you could just use a C stick or whatever. I never, never really enjoyed using a C stick anyway. But um, I tend not to I use think a C stick I'm, that much. I'm, I'm gonna have to start getting in that habit. There's, I gotta change. There's something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> Liam is well aware. Like the, something about my muscle memory from Smash Four is just not 
making the transition over here. You're your own worst enemy, though. I agree, and I found out that a habit that I that I have been into it's it's air dodging. You know, there all those moments where I'm like mashing B up and I'm yelling at the screen about why my character won't do it. Yeah. You can't air dodge that much in this game anyway. They've missed it really, a, really. Yeah, there's really a hard. really long cooldown between yeah. air dashing so laterally you can, you can and then B upping. You can pretty much only air dash once. As well. If you're Whereas really in, far like, Smash away, 4, you could air dash like a few times. Oh, I want to get away with it though, because like when I was playing I know, Smash Four, I'd either be Lucina or Pac-Man, and both of them in Smash yeah, Four could spend. Yeah, you for ages. They could spend a lot of time in the air that they can't yeah. in this one. Fucking hated Lucina for that reason. <laughs> oh, okay. Lucina's so annoying. She's so annoying. He's so. Oh annoying. my god. All the, like, the, the game would be why. better if they just removed all Fire Emblem players. <laughs> no, Chrome's cool. Chrome's fine. Hey, hey, Patrick. What, brain what dead what Chrome? You, oh my what god. Do you, what do you think of Lucina, Patrick? Lucina's fine. Yeah, see, no, I got at least Patrick, one person shut up. on my side. Patrick, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, who asked you? Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, continue. You're, uh, you're, you're griping about the best best girl. Oh, I mean, whatever. the best girl when you don't play her. <laughs> whatever. 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 I'm done. So so we need to clarify what kind of lag we're talking about, because I have extensively played the game under three different conditions. An online multiplayer has its flavor of lag. Local yeah. wireless multiplayer has its own flavor of lag. Really? Yeah. That has lag as well? Yes. It, it's yeah, sometimes. Shit. It's double better than online, but it's, it's a little... It sometimes pokes out of the ground, and you gotta like, smack it down like a mole. Oh my god! <laughs> and is yes. that just not the the fact that it's got the buffer in it anyway? Yeah, yeah. As we will get into in the news, even when you're playing locally or we might by as well just yourself, get into it now. there we might is. Let's well get into that now. Okay, okay, fine. We'll we'll get into it now. Uh, this 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 is a quiet cast. Format's a little different. Let's talk about Smash Lag. A, a group called Button2Pixel, who is sometimes cited by Digital Foundry in their very serious analysis of game technology, has uh, found that Smash Ultimate has the greatest degree of input lag uh, across the whole series. Of all time. It's, it's better, for some reason, if you use the GameCube controllers, which I guess is good news for Liam and I. Uh, Matt, do you, got, you got an adapter? No, man. Oh, I've been using Joy-Cons, man. Those things oh, are rare. Crazy. Those things are rare. It's not a most people thing. Hey, dude, dude, I watched a guy play with Link with his with one Joy-Con, okay? And just straight up three-stocked someone on Pro <laughs> uh, on, a, on a tournament. So, please, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with the controller. It's all skill, baby. All skill. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you can adapt to, fair, to it. To be fair, consider how much I trust you two. It's all skill. So, input oh lag, <laughs> I mean, I'm not so disagreeing, lucky. because the thing is, there is a one-tenth second of input delay, as well as this buffer that makes some earlier inputs uh, count, even when you're, like, frantically trying to cancel and mash buttons to do something, when you regret your earlier inputs. All of this is happening in a tenth of a second. So it's very hard to explain and very hard to feel, but but there are people out there who have done the science, who have mashed buttons really, really fast, uh, uh, recorded it against footage, subtracted the the four to five milliseconds or whatever of, of in built-in input latency lag in the first place and found that there is a little bit of mud between between your inputs and your character so i don't know yeah. think of it as the dark souls of smash brothers 
there is definitely some big changes. Like, for example, not being able to turn to face the opposite direction once oh, you're in the air that kills is me. a really strange Literally. change. Because not only like when you're in the air, if you're facing the wrong way and you up B like George has found many a time. <laughs> yeah. With with some characters, for example, like Richter and Simon, who go up in an arc in a certain direction away. So if you're facing left and you're going off left, you're gonna like up B more left. It's not gonna help you very very much, and you can't change the way you're facing, which is really strange. Mm, man, but also, it feels so good when that, you're Incineroar and you try to recover facing the wrong way, and Incineroar just dashes yeah, but, directly yeah, opposite yeah, where yeah, you want to yeah, go. But like, yeah, but in, in, Incineroar's yeah, up B is terrible anyway. But for <laughs> example, so what I found, what I found to be my problem sometimes is that. When, when you go up in the air, when you land, you immediately have to readjust the way you're facing. But before that, sometimes you will just immediately attack instead. You'll, like, hit the attack button. And the game will register that you're still facing the opposite way mm-hmm. as when you're in the air. So you'll do the attack facing the other way, which then just opens you up to be hit from the other side. Instead of, like, automatically readjusting the way you're facing... Yeah, I was better really than stupid. Smash 4. I was, like, way better in Smash 4. When I played this game, I was just, like... Like, I just... Especially over online, I was just like, oh, my God, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. And that's why I found this thing. And it, it sucks that Ultimate would be the one to be the worst. <sighs> you know? It, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I mean, I'll get used to it. It's just mm-hmm. why... It's going to take time, and it's going to be a, a hard wake-up call. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and starting like, over again. Liam, I think I, I privately explained to you after the stream, like, playing on on the opposite end of a skill gap that high, a lot of times is just genuinely not fun. It's like, not. Yeah, two no, minutes of your hits never connecting, two minutes of you always reacting and never initiating, mm-hmm. is, yeah. like, why a lot it's of people stressful. don't like Smash, because... It's why because people of how don't competitive like the crowd gets. Sometimes. Right. But that's why people don't like fighting games sometimes. And I get it, because I play against people in games and like Street Fighter, and I'm terrible at them, and then I just give up because I, I don't want to put the time investment into it being good. And yeah, there were times when we were playing Smash where it was very clear that you were just getting slapped all across the screen and you had to react to everything. And it isn't fun, really, because... You're not doing anything. And what's so satisfying about Smash, and I think this is why I like playing with items and stuff like this, because it gives you that chance Mm. to create some sort of satisfactory chaos, which is what Smash is all about. It's about hitting hard and getting the satisfaction of those hits. Like like Matt was like saying, Incineroar hits hard. The reason I really fucking love playing Incineroar, even though he's like pretty fucking underwhelming compared to a lot of the new characters because they all have like these crazy projectiles is that when you do his side B and he throws them against the ropes and then you time his like uh, clothesline perfectly and it just has that huge smoke trail and that that hit's done it's so satisfying and that's what's so great about Smash now the problem is when you're playing one on one which is the the quote unquote pure way to play it absolutely like I mean some people will agree, some people will disagree. I, I have some you will, fascinating you discoveries. Will, you will play games like where me and George are playing, where you will go like five games in a row and you will just get slapped across the screen the entire time, like you're playing a versus fighting game, and it will not be fun. But when you have items on sometimes, it it reclaims some of uh, that I don't skill like gap items. back. 
There's way too many yeah, but, of them. They're unpredictable to figure out. Yeah, but you can change all that. You, the, you can change what and items you do. a giant ass spreadsheet that that everyone will have to like back out of the <laughs> but, lobby but, to no, change no, no, no. to restart. Okay, okay. Like, but what I'm saying is, is that Smash is both a game that caters to people who have this high skill gap between them and a different player, and mm-hmm. also caters for people who are even. Like, and, and, so you can't really complain about skill gaps. I'm, if I'm you're not. not gonna I'm try not. And build guys, even oh. the field. Jeez. God. I was just about to say, earlier okay. on the train today, me and Patrick, I believe we found a compromise, and that is stage hazards. Stage hazards, you see them coming. They're fairly, like, easy to grasp conceptually. That's what I don't like about items. Like, you can pick up a beetle, throw it at someone, and it'll cause them to swoop up in the air? Oh, no, no, no. You pick up the beetle, and it causes you to swoop up in the air yourself. How are you supposed no, to know no, that's no, how no, it no, works until you get hit by it? No, no, I think you're no, supposed no. to wiggle the stick or something. No, 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 Oh, no. I'm the sorry. Beetle, I didn't know that. The beetle, the beetle is the beetle from Skyward Sword. You throw it at someone. It goes in a linear line. It doesn't go. It doesn't like. It's not homing. It doesn't follow people. And if you jump over it, it complete. You completely avoid it. It goes in a linear line. And if it catches someone, it will carry them up off the stage if they have like a percentage above like fifty, for example. Oh. Oh my god. It, it's not That's like if you so pick it up, stupid. it will. Then. No, it's not stupid because there are many <laughs> items down. in the game. Like the UFO catcher does the same thing. There's the uh, like the space invader that also does the same thing, but it's a little harder because you have to throw people into it, and it's random where it will land. Like if once you have played with them enough, you know what they do, and like well, then yeah, it's so the easy thing. to avoid There's them. There's like I a time investment. In, I like the some of us don't have much but time. Yeah, but you're talking about a game where it's all about like fighting people. Like, you, yeah. it's a fight. It's not a fighting game. I don't think it's a fighting game. Some people oh. think it is. Some people don't. But it's every game's a time investment when you're competitively playing against people. If you want to have fun, that's what items are for. <laughs> The if you thing, want to have one v one pure Fox Final Destination, yeah. then you're if you're having if you're having a one if you're having a one v one, then items are already going to be disadvantaging are already going to be advantaging whoever is winning anyway because they have more time to run around the stage and actually pick them up whereas yeah. the guy who's at the disadvantage is going to be in the air that's why I like stage hazards it's a little more of an equal equal uh, 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 opportunity um, guesswork quote unquote fun hazard no but it's, it's not the, the same, same thing. because it's, not it's the time same investment thing. because if you're playing with someone who already knows about the stage hazard against someone who doesn't know about the stage hazard the person who knows about the stage hazard is going to have the advantage same with the beatalizer the person who knows about it will have the advantage over the other person who doesn't. Dude, it's the same thing. I, I, I played for like a good eight hours and I had no clue what the fuck that beetle was. Then I looked at the flavor text of the beetle and it said, you can knock back the beetle and turn the tables on your end. It still didn't explain what the beetle does. I want a 64 mode. Just, Just only, only 64 items. Only 64 stages. I want some pure thrill. Because like some of the, like those items, some of those assist trophies are the equivalent of um, attack helicopters, kill streaks, <laughs> and freaking Call of Duty. Scizor, Scizor just freaking glides across the fucking. Yeah, you know. like I get it. You guys don't like some of the items. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> Most of the items really, are kind of garbage. This, Let's this be is honest. What's really here. good about Smash Ultimate is you can create multiple, not just multiple profiles now, so you can have all your little costumes and your your controllers set to the profiles but you can also have custom rule sets and it, it makes you pick one before you what, play the game why do you gotta is, close the lobby to change them no 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 yeah that's for arena online because you're connecting to people online i guess it's like 
the way they built the online. Obviously, it doesn't work. But what's really good <laughs> about about the the custom because most people are going to be playing Smash locally. That's what it's always been. It's going to continue that way. Five people fucking with GameCube controllers around the fucking TV, right? But what's really cool about custom playsets is you don't have to do all that bullshit going through them all the time. You can be like, this is the 64 mode. You choose all the stages from 64, you choose all the items, and then that's it. That's it forever. You can choose that whenever you want. You can have what me and George had, which was the zero rule set, which was nothing, no items, it was two stock, pure shit, Omega, Random not Omega Battlefield. Battle. Random Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield. And, that was and, the, and you that turned was, me over to Battlefield, actually. I'm, I'm with you on Battlefield now. I like Battlefield better than Omega now. <sighs> I, like, it's good. Like, I feel like Smash Ultimate has its issues, but it also does a lot good to cater to almost everybody. And that custom sure. rule sure. is good. Sure. <laughs> and you guys are just salty. I can taste it. Yes, because... You know, you pay $60 for a game. You pay $60 for the game. You, you expect it not dads? to be the laggiest in the, in the series. You expect <laughs> like for, you, Matt, for you, Matt, I get it. For you, Matt, I get it. You've had to play with us online only. I, like, I get it. Your experience with playing with us has been online and with others. It's been purely online, right? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't see what George is complaining about all my, because all my he's new played friends. locally. You got to understand, like, here in California, there's a variety of people. A lot of the people I hang out with. They don't play games. We go out to bars and drink wine. <laughs> oh, look, he's a fucking cool-ass dude. Man, Ooh, hey, someone, I'll have you know. No, no, I'm not saying that's police. a good thing. I'm just saying I want some variety. I want someone to play some Smash. <laughs> I'll have you know, me and George went and drank wine and cocktails in a bar, and we didn't take our switches, but we did come home and play Smash. <laughs> you, and then Wait, wait, you came and home and Smash. smashed after you guys were drunk? What? Yeah, mm-hmm. we came mm-hmm. home and we smashed. We did. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. Um, that that little couch was so comfy to smash on. Wow. It was. When you wow. fold it out, there's a lot. There's a lot more room to smash. Don't, don't know if it was as comfy to sleep on as it was to smash on. Two of us can smash. I mean, we were having so much fun smashing. We well, George was not having a good time. I was like smashing. No, no, I too had hard. fun losing. If wow. losing is fun, it's still doing something right. We even streamed. We even streamed live. I was smashing for six hours. George, next time just People use an egg, man. Okay, okay. What? Wait, 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 uh, wait. Before we move on from Smash, let's talk about the single player. I was just about to say, what do we think of World of Light? Oh my God, George! You can make it overpowered. You could make you could really make World of Light overpowered if you like get the right items. You know, you start off with a, like a giant mushroom or uh, the hammer or something like that. Like you can mushroom really... little Bowser with the curry on. That's how you do the hard stages. Yeah, like, like I've could... given up on World of Light. Completely. I don't. I don't know if I. Can... Yeah, get the right spirits. If I can handle it, I'm enjoying much more playing the spirit board. I have no guys... idea what that is actually. Is it buried into guys, the menus? Did you guys know there was buried. a shop buried in the menus that has music tracks? Oh my god. That's why you get gold. Oh my god. Gold? What is this? Yeah, there's so much going on. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to defend that. It is a mess. It is a mess at times. You have to like no, but- load into World of Light. That doesn't make any sense to me. 
I think something got lost in translation. It's it's fine. It's not bad. It's not bad. Let, let's Liam not, and I let's not were talking. It. It's not the, bad. The game in Japanese. The game is called Dairanto Super Smash Brothers Special. In English, it's called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And Ultimate implies not just a finality of the series, but also a like pinnacle of of quality that I don't think something with this much quantity can accomplish. I don't know because my argument would be that I have never enjoyed playing Smash Brothers single player. Wow! Ever. Wow! Ever. I like melees, dude. No, I have not enjoyed classic any of them. No, no, wow. like zero. Classic mode is okay. I have no, more fun with no, that than World of no, Light. No, like it's no. This is what I'm trying to say. All the previous ones, like Subspace, Emissary, Smash Tour, whatever, classic oh, modes, whatever. Okay. In all okay. the previous games, fucking terrible. I didn't. I did. I take. I like didn't. Cool not that I hated them. And Zelda Dungeon it, and Melee with no, multiple no, levels and the no, elevators and the enemies. I didn't like, like it. Oh, no, it's bad. Pop. No, it's bad. It was bad. I don't like playing against CPUs, like, period. But with, like, Smash Ultimate, <laughs> for some reason, I'm enjoying getting the spirits. Like, it's not so much, like, the, the World of Light. Like, no, forget World of Light, because World of Light's a mess. But, <laughs> like, I, I'm playing the spirit board. And classic mode is okay, too. But, like, the spirit board is, like, a trading card game where you just collect stickers. Like you just collect PNGs. Like I got a PNG of a of a real life French bulldog today, and I was happy. I'm enjoying so was playing it a Nintendo the dog. Yeah, it was a Nintendo dog, but it wasn't like a pixelated Nintendo dog, like on the DS. It was just a literal picture of a real dog. Nice, nice. Uh, keeping it true to the source material, then. But it's good. Like Spirit Most... Board is good. It's the same like interesting thing that is this uh, that's interesting about World of Light. The variation of like. This is this is Doctor Light from Mega Man, but actually it's a Doctor Mario who's running away from you, who's protected by some Mega Man clones. Like it's that same variation that you have to think about in World of Light. Yet you're not traipsing all the way through a dumb map, collecting stuff. Like Spirit Board is like the same battles for the same quicker. spirits, but quicker, faster quicker. and also way faster. You can choose th- and you can choose the spirits you want to like see. You can see them right in front of you. And you get items based mm. on like what you play that will allow you to shuffle them and allow you to yeah. like it'll give you more advantage to like beating them that you get more than you get with World of Light. Spirit Board is a really fun mode for me. The thing is, what kills it for me is that in order to unlock the option to change menu music, you have to one hundred percent World of Light. And my god, I want to change that theme so bad. Oh my god. Oh my Just mute oh the game when you're on the menu. I want to change it bad. <laughs> I really hate that stupid dumb song. It gets stuck in your head and never goes. And has lyrics like reignite the undying light. George, what are you really talking about? I think the song is mediocre. I'm not jumping you. in here. I'm just letting you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we did this bit last week when we broke for the break during the TG TDAs, not TGAs, trademark Matt, Keely. What you got to do is put Game all your fires fuel. into a, a spiral of flame and reignite the undying light. You gotta, you gotta search within your soul for for the day that the the sky went away and your world came to an end. Oh my God, George, my God, stop, George. How would you mm. rank 
Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I could you you know we've all had some extensive time on it now. We've we've at least all put like twenty plus hours into it. Zero. Like <laughs> no. What would you no. rate it on the scale of Kombini Onigiri to Zawatami Tebazaki Chicken? Mm. Mm. I like Kombini Onigiri better than Smash Ultimate. I think I do like Smash Ultimate better than that chicken though, because I can kind of make chicken like that at home. But I cannot make onigiri from a kombini with like salmon pate inside with like perfectly cooked sticky rice at home. Or with high quality nori. I gotta go out to the Asian market, like way out in the suburbs and in, in K Town to get that stuff. Not not, you know, five minutes away from my Airbnb. Alright, we didn't need a fucking polygon breakdown of like every what? fucking It's we just, been we like just one need... minute. <laughs> yeah. It was one minute more than I can. Um. Okay. Oh okay. my. Oh my god. Oh. Okay. Speak, okay. Speaking. Speaking of food and Japanese food, I, I just <laughs> wanted some silence there. Uh, <laughs> guess what I ate Sunday? What, what? What was that? What was that? I went out for some sushi. Oh, oh, oh. You, did you break your rules? I broke my rules. Oh, you already shit. broke the rules. Someone. Someone called the police. So, uh, for people who don't know... Someone call Officer Pitchford. I've been vegan for five years. Five years. And I wanted to try something, like, a little bit different. I wanted to get outside my comfort zone. I wanted to see what how my body would react. I wanted to see... To make sure uh, my body wasn't missing anything. or There's, like, multiple things. There's, like, something... Did you poop a big, fat, poopy doop? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, the, the, the sushi... The sushi was, uh was different than Kang Nam's uh, that we went to, George, a while back. Yeah. yeah. And in Japan. They, this was uh, the California. It was like... This was American it was, sushi. It was American sushi. Uh, so when I saw the menu, I was like, this is America su- American sushi. Yeah, California roll. <laughs> it, it wasn't California rolls like that, but it was, it was American sushi. So um, it's just not the same. Um, but... Yeah. It did taste good. Did nice. very good. Like a lot of the regular stuff, I I enjoyed. I didn't like all the fancy stuff. I just liked straight up fish on some rice. Um, I kind of feel upset for you then for like not breaking your rule whilst you were actually here in Japan. No, no. I what was it? Was it Japan was like what two or three years ago? I I had some sushi there. Okay. And it was okay for some reason. It was just like would okay. You break, would you break your rule for some hella good chicken? No, I didn't. I never went to chicken. I've never. I hadn't had chicken in years, or beef, or pork, or anything. The only thing I've ever had has been fish. You're gonna live ten years longer than the rest of us dads. But you, you're gonna be a great granddad, and we're gonna be <laughs> six feet under. We're gonna be dead. Da- we're gonna be dead. Dads. Yeah, yeah. But I want to travel more, and I want to not. And have you'll to. have more time to do. <laughs> And I want to I want to make sure that I I can actually eat some stuff. Um, plus, I wanted to make sure that like the reason why I started the whole diet is like more of an elimination diet to make sure that I'm eliminating anything that would cause my disease to kind of flare up. So I wanted to kind of add things back in to see exactly what that was. Um, so you went vegan because of that? Yeah, I didn't go vegan because of the animals. Um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that on the <laughs> podcast. Okay, uh, so <laughs> I like eating chicken. I can still love chickens, but also want to eat chickens. I have a friend who's a vegetarian, and he decided to stop when he raised chickens on his farm because he decided chickens were too stupid not to eat. 
Chickens are dumb as fuck, to be fair. I mean, they were. That's right. Kill and eat the week. Kill and eat. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a vegetarian your whole life and then just owning some chickens and looking at them, being like, "You stupid motherfuckers!" Because I love this guy. He was one of my best friends in college. I'm gonna have to eat them. (laughs) The way he explained it made so much sense. Oh, it, may, it makes total sense. Makes I don't know if I can sense. do this his argument justice. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's. Wait, so you, wait, so you had to go vegan? Wait, like why though? What, no, what, no, no. What? Vegan was a natural progression of things. I tried oh, okay. multiple things, and I what I ended up doing is eliminated everything in order to find something that worked. Yeah, and it worked. It worked, but now I have medication. Now I work out. Now I'm a lot healthier. Now it's just like, let me see exactly mm-hmm. what was causing the problem. So I tried to add just now. Going go adventure. Just a little sprinkle. Slow sprinkle. Had some sushi. Just a little sprinkle of death. Just a sprinkle of death. Um, within five o'clock in the morning when I came back. Uh oh. Things were coming out of both holes. <gasps> oh no! Oh, Wait, is that it. because either because of the, the the problem or because you think you went to a bad sushi restaurant? No, because the the person I was with, she didn't she didn't have any problems. She didn't uh, have problems. So, did you eat the same shit though? Um. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh damn! Yeah. That yeah. Sucks, dude. yeah. Yeah. So. So. Um, oh and no. Dad down, dad down. Yeah, it, it was, it was bad. It was dead, dead. It was bad. Like I woke up and I was like, something's wrong. Something is so wrong. And I ran to the bathroom. And I was like, which one should I do first? I remember Matt reminding me of this time where I had the same situation in a Pizza Hut toilet. After a night out, and it was like the only way I could describe it was like there was like Mount Vesuvius was going off, mm. and it was like Mount Vesuvius was coming out of the front, and there was an earthquake happening underneath. It was just the worst, and it was in a pizza mm. hut toilet. It was the, it was literally the worst experience ever. Because <laughs> you you're like, okay, this is a public toilet. This is a disgusting yeah. toilet. Like, uh, how? What like, can I I'm, do to make this? Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna projectile vomit all over the floor, and like I'm gonna shit everywhere. Oh, oh. gee, no. Um, you're bringing, well, you're giving me flashbacks of our, our McDonald's meal. Uh, <laughs> that is something yes, that, I that will was, never eat again. That was also because of drinking. I mean, I, Matt's problem is like generally upsetting, whereas yours and mine is just down to pure stupidity. It was amusing. George. We deserved that vomit. Well, you did. I, correct. You were able to hold it down. I mean, I nearly fell asleep in a ramen bowl. So, <laughs> now ramen. Oh, ramen oh. was amazing. I, I'm going to keep saying it. Japan's ramen is something out of this world, <laughs> and you will never find it in the states. So you buy your ticket. For five hundred dollars, yeah, go to Japan. Go to Japan. Five hundred dollars. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the meal ticket at the actual ramen. No, no, no. Five hundred dollars. It'll be worth it to taste that lovely, lovely golden soup again. 
Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. If you know, I ramen originally there. comes from China, but Chinese ramen is terrible. <laughs> mm, I think Chinese you might just be falling for the uh, the imperial propaganda there. No, no, uh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 Chinese ramen, no, no, because Chinese ramen is really popular in Japan as well. Like both, obviously, there's many different types of ramen, but like Chinese ramen is 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 very different to like Japanese. What's what's ramen. the difference? Because uh, I'm um, genuinely concerned. Not, the way they I'm make not, the no noodles, joking. obviously, you can have different types of noodles when you eat in in Japan, like soft or hard boiled noodles and all that kind mm. of thing. But it's just a very uh, I can't remember how they do it specifically. It's kind of a lot more watery, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, whereas it's like thick Japanese in Japanese, Japanese restaurants, Japanese ramen is yeah, you know, it's with soy base or miso base or stuff oof, like that. Miso, man, miso. Oof, when they know how miso, to do it right. Hungry for miso, dude. Mm. The best ramen, my favorite ramen in Japan is uh, Tokushima ramen, which is this. Uh, prefecture in Shikoku and the ramen they have from there is so like it is a, a f- like thick like you know when thick. you have those like you know those smoking adverts where they're like this is what your lungs are like and it's just like a black lung when, when you like smoke a, your whole life yeah when yeah. you smoke it's like the thickest black tar like imagine that turned into like soy sauce base like dark thick sticky gross. black tar gross. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus the bottom, Christ, at the bottom of your ramen bowl with like uh, salt and like giant pieces of pork ah, so, mm, and, and, mm. and a, bits of cigarette tar yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good Tokushima ramen some, is amazing some, some chewy lung skin have you had curry ramen before? That's good shit. Oh shit! Last curry soup is a Hokkaido thing, and me and Patrick went and got some last night. Wait, you um, didn't get miso ramen when you were in Hokkaido? Um, we got a shio ramen at a restaurant that served okay. miso ramen, according to you the reviews. Got miso. Yeah, yeah, miso ramen's a Hokkaido thing too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and yeah, like, well, Hok- no time. Hokkaido, to- Hokkaido miso is like, is so strong it makes you choke. There, there, was, like, there was there was no time to do like, everything. <gasps> I wish there was, but man, um, that curry soup is is really delicious. It's fun seeing a, a soup and and or curry rather in a soup form, and they do serve it kind of sort of like weird. a ramen where you have uh, slices of pork, a little bit of quail egg, some some buckwheat noodles, uh, and and coming in from the cold <sighs> in this winter wonderland. That is Hokkaido and Sapporo is is an amazing sensation because it's spicy. It fills you up. It the, the hot spicy broth goes all over your veins, and uh, Hokkaido was just absolutely drop dead gorgeous. It's the snowiest place I've seen in my life. As a like a lifelong resident of Atlanta, Georgia, I've visited friends in New England who live in kind of busy cities that are industrial and grimy and real American and a Japanese city that's like clean and shiny and, and neon lit through the thick snow is it's a way different look. Like the snow doesn't look messy and muddy The the snow, Oh, it, every single street almost looked like a, a, a store window display at a Christmas shop. Gosh darn, man. You guys should check the pictures I put in the Discord, because it is gorgeous up there. I could not believe what I was seeing, even on the train ride in. I've never had a chance to go up to Hokkaido because it is so damn expensive, but everyone says it's just beautiful. It's too damn mm-hmm. cold, though. Uh, bring good shoes. Mm, yeah. 
I, I slipped and, right? and fell on on my hips three times just walking down the sidewalk. Because they don't. Why is that image so hilarious to me? Considering I know it is, as, a, as a human being how you move, just watching you <laughs> sort of clumsily fall over is hilarious. To yeah, me. yeah. Okay, well it gets better. All right. So I have this suitcase that I've had for oh twelve years. Oh At my some god! Point, Let's not even talk about your damn suitcase. I have this suitcase that's 12 years old. At some point, a wheel fell off of it. At some point, the zippers fell off of it, and I replaced it with, like, paper clips that I wire around the uh, little holders for the zipper handles, that is, that fell off. And on the train to Sapporo, I got off the train from um, um, Tokyo and lifted up the handle to roll my suitcase on its one wheel, which requires me to, like, twist my wrist at a weird angle, and the handle just flat out snapped off. This suitcase is the, like, adorable one-eyed, three-legged kitten (laughs) of the luggage world, and it's now finally time to put that animal to sleep. (laughs) Just picture George, super bunny hot weedman, turning up your town, you, you're looking forward to seeing your friend, and he, he, he comes along, <laughs> like, carrying his suitcase, and you look at it, I and you're like, roll what, it. Are, what are you doing? Like, do you want me to, like, wheel up for you? And he's like, no, and he, and he shows you, and it's just like this, this wounded animal. Wow. This, yeah. This half-broken soldier who's just returned from war, and he's just like... <laughs> twisting it and rolling it behind him like some sort of clumsy dwarf. It's hilarious. You gotta twist it to keep the weight on one wheel so that the other side doesn't scrape on the ground. It would be so fascinating. Just just go to like, well, I don't know if they have like a place like they have in Tokyo where they just had these like shops with a bunch of just random parts and then like right oh, next yeah. to them they have like a place for you to actually, for them to do <laughs> work on a wheel. He just finds a wheel and just screws it in. Like, that would be so dope. Next time you see my suitcase, it might have, like, plaid patches sewn into it. All over, like, the holes. Yeah, I gotta fix in Japan. (laughs) I found this wheel in the back of some old Oji-san's shop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you just, like, pop it up in the top. It's like, oh, you have this wheel? And they're like, hmm... Mm. And then he goes in the back and just goes. The, the, the last and potentially most depressing aspect of the suitcase's story is that I found it in a closet I moved into in my first apartment outside of moving from the dorms in college. It had been left behind by the previous owner for free. I've been using, like, who knows how old this thing is? Like, it could be 60 years old. And, and, I'm sure that suitcase has some stories to tell. I, I, I'll never forget you, trusty uh, Traveler's Lodge broken ass suitcase. Oh, there. you're actually gonna throw it away? I thought yeah, you were gonna yeah, keep I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna see oh, no, if I he, can. He, no, he has to get rid of that. Holy shit, man! I don't want to <laughs> go home with that. I don't want to carry that suitcase. Jesus Christ! I the thought, like so there is a limit to you, George. There, there is a limit, and this is you, the limit. You're breaking my poo particle limit. You're, we're breaking together my suitcase, my tolerance of Jenka suitcase limit, and unfortunately. I, I might have broken my ramen limit the other night because I threw up from food from the first time in Japan, and it was that Hokkaido Shio ramen. I, I think they undercooked the egg too much for my Bakugaijin stomach. Oh, that sounds so wow, gross you guys to me. are just like bad at this. Yeah. 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 What is this? 
Complaining about Smash and complaining about food? You guys have just gone off the deep end. We're, we're just bad Smash people. Sucks and so does Japan. <laughs> <laughs> My two loves in life. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Man, I don't know if I want to go that far. I, I still, I still like it here, even though this place I, makes you feel like I a dumb toddler. I need to go back to Japan next year. And I'm checking out at the kombini, like I, I drop coins on the floor. I'm like, oh, oh, sumi gomen, uh, uh, d- d- dozo, uh, six hundred. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> I, I've obviously made thousands of times the same mistakes but just like having been here a while and you know it's the same as anything but going back to smash it's the time adjustment thing isn't it well like watching george like fumble his way through japan is like watching a baby try and walk it's so funny that's what's compelling about it it's it's the challenge of it it's a worthy challenge it's like relearning how to live it's really silly things like for example like pulling out a certain wallet and taking out the cash <laughs> of your wallet, right? And, like, in Japan, everyone's, like, bills are, like, pristine, perfect, like, straight, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas George just pulls out these, like, crumpled-ass notes. Wait, I didn't even know this was something people cared about. Yep, in Japan. And I can see, like, when he gives it over... What? Like, I can see, like, the slight look of resentment... <laughs> <laughs> from like, what the people in the comedy just because you're handing them a crumpled note yeah in japan like when you take like a, if you take money out before you leave george or you have spare money that hasn't been touched by your wallet or your hands notice how perfect and straight it is i guess now i never will not notice it because i did not know like that yeah, i've been no. completely oblivious this whole time exactly. oh fuck this place <laughs> God, there, there's yes. so much that yes. you get wrong. So Come much that you get wrong. It's the tiny differences. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously. Like, the money is perfectly straight and flat and pristine. And it's so funny because it's the same in the UK. I didn't care about money. It'd fucking hang over, like, a, a salad taped piece right. of note. And Paper they'd be like, money yeah, is, fine. like, faker than credit card money in the American economy. Yeah, whereas, like, in Japan, of course, this society does not run on cards, which fucking, fuck, fucking fuck is bullshit. <laughs> like, <clears throat> so everyone's uh, money is pristine. Well, really now strange. I have another thing to uh, hate myself for. <laughs> <laughs> now you made them conscious. And Iris, uh, he pulls it out of his, his freaking ridiculous money clip. I, no, no. One thing I'll, I'll credit George for is he always does want to try his Japanese, which is also adorable. He does want to try. I've I've gotten to a point now where I will like wave my hand at Patrick and be like, "No, Patrick, I'd like to try this." For example, we went we went to a yakisoba restaurant just now where where I was I I, I was able to to order extra beer. Um, Apparently, a couple salarymen came in. It was a real comfy place with only seven seats. Not a tourist place. The only way we even got in there is by Patrick speaking. Uh, I don't want to say good because he won't agree, but I think it's good Japanese. Um, and the salarymen come in. They start laughing, and and I hear the words opai uh, come up a couple times. Patrick says that they're just talking about wanking in the middle of this yeah. restaurant, in the middle of the meal. What, you know what opai is, right, George? Oh, yeah, yeah. I recognize that word out of the pile. Well, so, so they so were I talking about Patrick. eggs. They were talking about eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about a certain brand. To be fair, smooth objects. To be fair, I bet this whole time whatever. George has been keeping his eyes out for uh, a couple of tengas. What? No, I haven't. I don't know what you're talking about. 
What's, well, a, what's a tinger? Know, we all know what's weighing that suitcase down. <laughs> all you got to do is shift the weight to the opposite <laughs> they're, side, they're George. They're just gag gifts, guys. They're just gag gifts. It's Christmas. That's why he wants to buy a new one. He doesn't want to rotate it. He doesn't want to break the eggs, if you know what I mean. No, he doesn't want to crack any eggs. Gee, if you need help, you can send me a couple for, for Christmas, you know. <laughs> Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> Tinga, if you're listening... <laughs> Oh my god. Well, if they're listening, they're going to have to send us some sample products before we fully invest our, you know, our listeners' yeah, time well, into buying you're, Well, you're going to be fully investing something else inside of those eggs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, kill me. I want to die. <laughs> I, I, I can't even yell at you guys right now, and it's the worst. Speaking of kill me, shall we move on to the news? Mm. I love sushi. I love Japan, period. Mm -hmm. The tea ceremonies. J-Rock! Yeah! Garuga Mesh! Oh, yeah! I love anime! And manga! And gaming! Yeah! Oh, GDR! Smiley K! Sakura-kan Don't just talk about it. Check out Sakura-kan. April 10th through 12th. Check sakura-kan.org for all the details. Hello and welcome to the Dad and Sons podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> our, our that's, that's the intro. That's, that's the let's let's not let's let's not follow up on what we were giggling about during the break. <laughs> we might we might get in Twitter trouble. You know what'll keep you out of? I don't know if it'll keep Liam out of trouble or not, though. But what'll what'll keep you a little more out of trouble in the event of a dispute with your employer is the Game Workers Unite Union, which is now a legally recognized union in the UK. Uh, they filed in cooperation with the Independent Workers of Great Britain Union to legitimize this this whole anonymous sort of twitter pamphlet campaign that's been going on over the past year and a half uh weird weird thing is this apparently is not happening in america before it's happening in great britain but now you can join and pay dues to have a game workers unite union rep join you in the event that you want to have a very serious argument with your boss uh, <laughs> it's it's income based. How 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 progressive? For those who earn twenty thousand pounds or less per year, their fees are eight pounds per month. Um, if it's more than twenty thousand but less than fifty thousand, it's ten pounds. If it's more than fifty thousand per year, if you're I guess a programmer or an engineer, then your fee is going to be fifteen pounds a month. Uh, apparently, in the UK, you are not legally required to tell your employer if you are in a union, and. The laws are also very, very clear, which I believe is the same case in the States, too. Well, no, it, it would depend on the state, wouldn't it? And don't you love that rule, Liam? No, it doesn't make any sense. You guys are crazy. It depends on the state over over how how much of a reason your employer has to cite to fire you. But in the Great Britain, the greatest of Britons, uh, <laughs> your, your, your employer cannot right legally now. fire you for, for, for joining a union. But hey, at least that Britain has has a game workers union now. Oh, let's all cross our fingers and hope it works out. Well, we have a tanking economy and we're gonna get blue passports, but thank the blessed Lord. If we have you a have a gig job in, in the game industry or in any other industry, that's what the uh 
Independent Workers of Great Britain Union apparently is about as protecting people roped up in the gig economy. Does it depend if you're on a contract then or if you're an employee? Can you not can you not sign up for I, this if you are like a salaried employee? I don't think it matters. Uh, they they have an FAQ page where they uh, have this question, who is eligible to join the union? This branch is open to current, former, and soon-to-be workers working for an organization involved in the creation of video games. That's it. This includes direct employees, mm. contract agency, or casual workers. Managers with direct hiring and firing power are not eligible to join. So if you're a boss, fuck you. you bye. No, you're, you're not allowed in. That's kind of satisfying to hear, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm wondering how many people. I'm just thinking don't back call, to all don't the call times. Officer Pitchford on them. I'm just trying to think back to all the times when I would have required the union. For for your your days at Rockstar. Maybe. I'm thinking Maybe. those might be what you're referring to. Yes, potentially. Or or otherwise. I'm I'm sure that we don't want to legally distinguish which. No, I'm just trying to think of what what how a union would have affected my time there. Like, I'm not trying to say that there was times where I can definitely say for certain that union would have been helpful, but I'm trying to think. The immediate benefit is um, that they do say a union rep could accompany you to any meetings with management providing advice and support. They also provide training so that you can handle your dispute at work, meaning in the future you can help others too. I suppose it has yet to be seen if these people are going to arrange any any larger scale protests or strikes. That might be satisfying as well. But they don't want to hint at it ahead of time. They, they I wanna... feel like it's more of like a good deterrent from shitty management yeah. decisions in the future. If, like, if they pull oh, something shit. big, they gotta wait yeah. till the time is right. Like, oh shit, we need to think about this a bit more because there's a union floating about now. And this Ooh. is in the UK. What game companies have we had in the UK that's done some really bad stuff? What? You Rockstar. Mean like Rockstar. Rockstar. <laughs> you mean like the one, the biggest news story this year? It was in the UK. That studio. Yeah. Yeah. That main Rockstar studio North, Rockstar for doing Lincoln, it. Rockstar wow. London. I yeah. thought it was like. Maybe part Rockstar. I mean, part of no, like the US all, it's team. it's all of them. Okay. It's all of them. It's all of them, but I think Rockstar New York had like a big focus because they're directly under the houses. So those guys have a lot of pressure on them. But also then my previous studio, Rockstar Lincoln, were one of the ones that got highlighted massively because of the conditions that those guys work under because they work in QA at localization. Um. So... <clears throat> It's it's not like we're we're famous for uh, trying to to tackle news stories. We we don't fully know the uh, the the details on a hundred percent. We're not famous for single handedly taking down large Japanese video game corporations like, like Konami. Konami, are we, George? Yeah. Konami is. I I just we just took a taxi past a Konami health club in the snow in Hokkaido. It was beautiful. And you didn't you didn't go inside. I took a picture and posted it in the Discord. You didn't go out there and, and I want to see what type of exercise machines they have. In. I used to be a membership of a Konami Health gym when I lived in Kagawa. They're really Is nice. Is there any video game stuff in there? No, it's it's mm. completely just train like a snake. Different... <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, George is going to do that tomorrow. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I I will. I will be doing the Metal Gear Solid Escape Room, and hopefully, we'll have enough material to make a video out of it afterwards. Depending on Maybe. what their rules are for for getting cameras in there, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. But S- strap a GoPro to your belt buckle. 
no one's gonna look you know too down there yeah you know they're not gonna Maybe be like, just like yo let's, let's see what this american is packing like japanese people don't I've think got that way a good idea george you could put the gopro in the hole where the wheel is missing on your suitcase and just carry your suitcase around no that that's a oh low angle God. No, no, no. I'd no, also no, have to like no, no, pick my suitcase up and point yeah, exactly. it at what I want him to film. Like, ah, Bakagaijin. Oh my gosh! They, you think they'd let they let us get away with a lot? To be fair, and more, I think yeah, you know what you exactly. do. No, no, no. Let, let's go a little bit deeper than this. Let's get a okay, get, okay. A, get a cowboy hat, okay? Because all Americans are are white. White Americans I are told cowboys. Him, That's true. I told That's him true. to get a hat, to get a cheap hat. No, no, a cowboy hat, cowboy, and and talk, say howdy a lot, just like they do in mm-hmm. anime. Because all white y'all. people say how, um, howdy. <laughs> howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. And, you know, just put it as a, a little fake belt on your, on your, on your hat. I and mean, you're good. You're good, man. Howdy, y'all. I'm here for that little Metal Gear uh, little escape room you got going on there. Back in the Where's USA, the I, love, I love playing me some Metal Gear on my farm. <laughs> yeah, always. Oh, let me just put this this rope away. <laughs> <laughs> let me take off my giant cowboy hat. Whoops, someone left this uncensored pornography magazine on the floor. <laughs> I hope no one comes over and reads it. Oh my god, if they have that in the escape room, that would be so tight. <laughs> you have to do it in a group, from what I've heard, which doesn't sound very Metal Gear. I think the, whole the idea is that you have a group of three, and there's two of us, so that's going to be interesting. Well, you'll report well, back soon enough. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hyped, but I'm also pretty scared of the language barrier. But man, I relish experiences like that, like like weird. I don't, I don't want to say like extreme tourism, more like awkward tourism. Socially awkward tourism is my favorite kind of tourism. Do you know what's my favorite kind of awkwardness, George? Watching awards shows that are yes. dumb. Watching dumb award shows that do dumb shit like name Detroit Beyond Human the best RPG game of the year. God, I really wish I knew more because I found out about this <laughs> during a time in my life where I didn't have a lot of time to Google the finer details and watch the videos. So the Australian Games Awards... Gave, gave their best role-playing game of the year to Detroit Become Human, which which I believe we, we did consider here at the Dad Awards as, as one of the best PS4 games of the year. Because, I mean, let's be real. No, what else came out down. for the PS4? Me and Matt didn't agree with that. Oh, well, well um, um, let's say... I can't agree to it. He doesn't even have a PlayStation 4. <laughs> a, a, clan, a clandestine associate of the Dad Academy. The Dad Academy decided it. Yeah, the Dad Academy. No, the Dad Academy did not decide it. It was a rogue. It was a rogue envelope. <laughs> the Dead Academy has been compromised. It's got to be an award for next year. You know, best Australian the Games best. Awards award. Best Australian Games. <laughs> <laughs> the award of the year. Yeah, we and we just we just award something that's outrageous. It's not even in the same genre. Is the Australia Game Awards, like, the new Spike VGAs? Because apparently the VGAs are, like, semi-respectable now. Like, like Jeff Keighley pulled them out of out of the, the hot, sticky, syrupy water. I and, mean, let's compare, now like, we got let, this. let's compare their best RPG of the year, which was Monster Hunter World, which is fair, I kind think. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's still kind of an RPG, but it's also it an action game. On, but not more like than your d- weapon. Detroit, obviously. 
No, but that's well, what obviously. Yeah. Hang on. But Hang on. Do you I know think... what? Do you know what? The, but this makes me laugh because what the <laughs> fuck was say. in this category? Like, let alone Detroit winning the best RPG is the madness there. But what else was in? What was nominated? Like, where is Monster Hunter World? Dragon Quest Eleven is a like everything else. Like, what the fuck happened? I'm looking at their other awards actually right now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> you're, you're still you're still dwelling on on the Australian weird Matt, awards. Matt, yeah. Matt can't even piece it together. Family Matt's game of the Matt's... year is Spyro. Wait, what? <laughs> no, way. it's it's really weird. It's really weird. I, maybe I just don't know the Australian culture. Maybe the game culture there. Yeah. What what is it about Australian culture that sees Detroit become human as an RPG? You know, like, maybe there's things we don't know, you know? Maybe Australia truly is upside down. <laughs> they have a social media god award. YouTuber of the year? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You seeing that? Are you just upset it wasn't you, George? How would you feel if you were that guy who won YouTube creator of the year and creator of the year, and then it was the same award show where Detroit beyond <laughs> human won best RPG? Would everybody be like... Yeah, I know you won, but like, are you sure <laughs> they got the award right? I mean, do we all remember the 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 pump save point copy paste and Barkley two shut up and jam Gaiden, where 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 the guy rants about how how even action games count as role playing games because you're playing as a role in the game. No, oh my god. Alright, let's fucking move on. Let's move on, let's move on. That's that's that, that's a way better so, segue than what the listeners aren't hearing. <laughs> speaking of hastily put together things, this week we thought we'd change, we'd change it up a little bit. Change the game. We're gonna have questions. We're gonna have Fast questions, questions. But we're having like a lightning round, Twitter, we're having a, a sort of experimental Twitter interaction where we're on that social medias liam's going through a q a phase liam loves doing q a's this week yeah got a bit of a q a bug about it got a q a on on my stream you're doing streams of your own where you're doing q a's we're doing lightning q a's on the podcast you're a q a machine you should get into qa wow patrick left <laughs> that counts right well, I, me, I and guess. Matt, me and matt are just not amused I can hear your heads shaking. <laughs> well, speaking of heads shaking, let's take some questions from people online. Hit us. Smack okay. us with how, those how questions. First, Look, how did you take this from online? These questions are huge. We have 137 of them, so let's be fast. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to just do like Guys, quick-ass I, word no, association no, answers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the questions at you. And try to give me a, your answer as fast as possible. Let's go through them. Hi. So from ACIJ at Jacob Hi. PDF, what's your favorite Metal Gear Solid box art? Uh, 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 three subsistence. Matt, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, let, Im- improvisation is the mother of creativity," I'm, said William Shakespeare. Yes. See, I was trying to distract you so I can look it up. I think I like the old. Uh, <laughs> The old Geist Metal Gear Box art. asks, what Smash character would you go bowling with? Uh, a villager, because he has a bowling ball ready to go. That's a good answer. Peach. <laughs> Ooh. Failing that, Richter, because he can throw out his cross in a straight line. 
Um, Perfect strikes every time. Throw out your cross in a straight line. <laughs> I feel like I'm being judged now. <laughs> <I pick>? <laughs> <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Austin Andrews asks, what is the uh, ideal morality system in a game? A lot of games attempt it, but it fails short into binary good thing versus bad thing, a la Mass Effect, Fallout, and Fable. Uh, Fallout New Vegas, where it's not good or bad, it just depends on who, which kind of person likes you better. Matt? (laughs) That's, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Matt. Go, go, uh, use Liam. I don't know which one is better. All of them are kind of shit. So it's. (laughs) I mean, that's a good answer, Matt. That's a real good answer. That is a good answer. Most of them are shit, and I agree. I think, uh, similar to George, I think it would depend on making individual interactions with certain characters, whether they like you or they don't like you, and then everything is affected on an intricate basis instead of, like, a whole large, you are a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah, that that Um, way it, like, clarifies it. It's all a matter of perspective, man. From Ryan Tatum, what would be a dream game of any IP of your choice? So taking an IP that already exists that isn't a video game. I'm bringing back the Fallout Town Builder. Matt, would yours be like Path of Exile D&D version? (laughs) You know know what? I don't don't like where this is going. I don't like these jokes we're making. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe I'll go something weird. Maybe I'll go something weird. I I would like um, Interstellar the game. Something oh, nice. about like space yeah. and exploration, like actual adventure. Looking forward to Bethesda's Starfield then. <laughs> uh, I can imagine Space uh, Jank. Oh my god. C4A8E5FF asks Am I too late to ask a question? No. No? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good poll. Uh, Duncan Trice asks, what actual product do you wish was invented by Big Boss, like Doritos and Mountain Dew? A, a cardboard box you could actually sneak around and spy on people with. His branded, his own branded porn. Nice. Mm. Sean Wood asks, after listening to a podcast for a while, my internal voice sometimes changes to that of one of the hosts for a time. Is this something you have experienced, or am I just weird? Sometimes I think in Matt's voice. <laughs> Sometimes I also think in Matt's voice. I definitely try and emulate intros like in Matt's voice. <laughs> I, do, I, I do occasionally do a wah every once in a while. <laughs> oh, I also do a wah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I also do a wah. I also do a, do a wah. I also do a wah. That's true. <laughs> that's, very, that's very true. Uh... Juan Pan asks, worst video game moment in 2018? Australia well, Game so, Awards giving Bethesda. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm still going to put like the general state of Fallout 76's launch week above that. Like Between the game itself coming out, then the review score, well, the beta coming out and being poorly received, then the game coming out and not being able to, to be uninstalled correctly, and then the review score is, like, tanking far below the standard for AAAs. Then the bag refund fiasco getting solved by, like, $5 of in-game microtransaction credits. Ooh, it was just, just painful to watch. Pain, absolutely, mind-bogglingly painful to watch. Like, it even was, the game's reveal was, was, was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty rough. The, the game conceptually from day zero was confused. 
It, it's like 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 Eddie from from Rocky Horror. It just it just came out wrong. My God, George, you need to change your brand because most of these are MGS questions. You really do. You really do. You really need to change your brand. Like, even if it just switches over to Hitman, at least it's fresh. Thing is, it's going to be Hitman this week in Metal Gear again the next week. Oh, that's true. Sticking with the brand. Sammy Mills asks, will you be at MAGFest this year? Yes. Uh, Probably not. Too much is going on at the moment. Need need to to get me a a, a a JLB? JLB? Yeah, yeah. That's higher priority than MAGFest. Uh, James Stewart asks what's the arcade scene like in Japan and what's your favorite arcade game from recent trips I like Jubeat I guess this is for you George oh I mean you might know more I I mean my favorite arcade machine is Chun Rhythm or Chunthium or whatever it is called I always forget what the name is but it's a really cool awesome rhythm game is that the one where you like wave your fingertips above keys yes yes Yes, I know that one my favorite is Gunslinger Stratos because I like controller gimmicks that uh, also let you Gun shoot people Slinger in the Stratos? face. Yeah, Gunslinger Stratos is pretty cool. Actually, it's hard though. Brisket. Since yeah. everyone's yeah. going a little weird, I'm gonna go American and basic and say the Quarter Muncher uh, Metal. I was gonna say Metal Gear. God, Metal Slug. <laughs> <laughs> metal Slug. I really, really enjoy Metal Slug at the laundry mat eating all your quarters because obviously the game is just throwing way too much at you and you're just dying for no reason yes nice microtransactions microtransactions clearly (laughs) arcade microtransactions yeah joel ha asks what is a game franchise that you irrationally dislike assassin's creed man oh oh no watchdogs god i think of watchdogs Thing up. irrationally though because yeah. like, then you have to like have some self-awareness and i don't know if i'm ready to look at myself and declare my my hatred for something like Detroit uh, kingdom Human. hearts wow oh, wow see it's we, just, this it's is about to be the last episode oh my <laughs> god you just straight up punched matt in the face yes no no okay i'm gonna See, it, it's got to be some <gasps> stupid JRPG I care about so little I don't even know what to jump on. Like, Ease. Ease. Whoa, what, what's what, wrong with what, Ease? Where do you even... Where do you start with Ease? Ease 8. You start with, it's like, a really good the, game. The old PCs? or No. Ease 8. Real oh, good I guess game. that answers that question. See how irrational my hatred was? That's the thing about the question. Whatever you answer, you're going to learn from it and learn you're irrational. Here's a question for me. Matt, are you going to buy a PlayStation 4 to pay Kingdom Hearts 3? Because it's out in like a month. Yeah, I am absolutely am. Absolutely am. Absolutely. Wow. Kingdom Hearts is the one that made you buy it. That's crazy. Are you- you, you can I grew up I grew up playing that goofy ass game. <laughs> well, you'll be playing you'll be playing with Goofy enough soon. <laughs> ben Gilbert asks, "What does Microsoft name the next Xbox?" <laughs> can it be called the Xbox Two? <laughs> the Xbox One Two. I take that back. The Xbox One Two. Can it have like a Kingdom Hearts s name where it's like Xbox One Three Sixty over Ten Minus Two? With with the subtitle that's something like Spiral yeah. of Infinite Flame. This one will be better because it has Netflix and Hulu. The Xbox Ultimate. X- <laughs> Xbox U. In Japan Xbox it's called Xbox Special. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll sell more than seventy copies this time. <laughs> seventy. <laughs> 
Man, you should see the like the stat breakdown for weekly Xbox sales in Japan. It is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to a game store in Japan, the Xbox section is like a discount bin. It's terrible. It's so bad. Thomas D asks, what's the creepiest photo someone has sent you of their George socks? George. Oh, man. One that showed how the colors fade and holes were developing. And, and Isn't that just your and, own feet? Yeah, that's what I don't want to see. Wait, they never did anything to it? They never put it on any no, I have potty yet part that to- you're... <laughs> Right, uh, other than toes. I have yet for them to get that bad. Don't give them ideas. I'm pretty sure the ideas are out there already. I'm quite surprised. And I'm just lucky. I'm a lucky boy, and I'd like to stay a lucky boy, even though that picture's still kind of, like, hurt. I need you to slide into Chairman George's DMs. (laughs) And send a couple pictures. Make a fake Twitter account. Just make it happen. Sam, Sam, thank you, ma'am, asks, too many questions already, but what has been the biggest surprise of, quote, I didn't think I'd like that, end quote, piece of media this year, or last year, if Matt can't think of anything he's enjoyed this year? (laughs) Is it that obvious? (laughs) Your game of the year was D&D, I mean. Because... Because there's nothing, nothing really interests me this year to the point that I was so going to stop it, everything was, and play. But was there anything that you uh, Yakuza you like, probably Yakuza Zero? Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm not gonna like this, but then you did like it. <gasps> Pokemon Let's Go. That's my answer. Mine's pretty lame, and it's Tetris Effect. Because I, I was expecting a- just like a- gimmicky Tetris, but what I got was like perfected Tetris. Yeah, it's awesome. Twit asks, George, my girlfriend refuses to watch your videos because you keep on saying words wrong, helping me find a new girlfriend. There's there's, there's algorithms out there that will try to match you up with a partner of your choice. Go on to findyourgeorgemate.com and you can interact with fellow Super Bunny Hop fans from across the world and find your favorite one of them and fuck them. That is a website I do not want to visit. Gender. Go to gender and jumble. And plenty of George. <laughs> Find your George today. So I've laughed on your favorite Georges. <laughs> what even are I don't wanna know. What what's the next question? The next question I think is an important one. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him asks. Where do babies come from? Well, your mom. Well, wow. when a when a George man and a George woman meet on Plenty of George. Mm. <laughs> Plenty of George is so good. <laughs> <laughs> they get together and they make a George. Mm. And it comes out and says, "Wah, wah, <laughs> Just one, just one wah, and then it dies. Just- Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. That took a dark turn. <laughs> Huge Into asks, what's your least favorite color? Fuchsia? It just like makes me a little nauseous to think about what things in nature look kind of like pink, red, whatever the hell fuchsia is supposed to even be. God, that's such a George answer. 
Like, that's the color of fresh gore. It's the color of blood and guts. Like, it's sickly. It's like a sickly vomit green, except for some reason elicits a worse reaction out of me. And I'm red-green colorblind, so that just makes it even better. It's... Matt? It would probably be... Like, I would never wear a loud neon green. I would never wear yeah, any me too. part of yeah. like, anything. Yeah. Like you, like you look like a fucking traffic warden. Yeah, like neon green belongs on the wall for you to uh, video edit. Stay away from the green for a green screen. That's it. Because no one wears it. No one it. wears it. Yeah, exactly. That's how the green screen it's knows. Not, it's not in your skin. It's nowhere. <laughs> it's where it belongs. A Lamo asks, "When can I buy the Dad Socks Cross George Socks bundle?" Hmm. I mean, we are, we did, we did talk. We'd, we did get in talks about the t-shirt deal. We're thinking about t-shirts. Like, if, like, actually, this is something we should just straight up ask. You guys interested in Dad and Son's t-shirts? Let us know. Also, I, if you are interested and you know how to do that shit, let us know as well, because we're <laughs> fucking dumbasses and we don't know how to do it. But we have a good idea for a t-shirt, don't we, guys? Hi. I, we have a, we have a <laughs> good t-shirt idea. Uh, hi, 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 hi. Um, hi. The, you gotta, you gotta point it like because our audience is kind of spread out a little bit. Like Twitter, is it Twitter? Should we make a dad and sounds uh, account? Like and subscribe to us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> like, s- send us, send us messages. Say we want t-shirts on Twitter. Yeah, send us messages on on, on Twitter if you want t-shirts. Uh, if you don't have Twitter. Send us a message by email, dad and sons podcast. Oh my god, you're spreading it out again. No, just Twitter. <laughs> but that's it. Just the two. Twitter and email. Twitter. They're, they're, the, they're the two we check. One of them, well, actually, both of them Matt doesn't check. But Wow. Wow. George yeah, on the peeing picture. I checked that. He was peeing in the snow. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was a good reply. But then someone shoves George's face on a 1080 snowboarding box art and it mm. just. Is, that was that was my fellow so good. friend Matthew Levinska, he a, a, good a beloved fucking... siege friend, moderator of the Discord. Good job, uh, Matt. Uh, uh, good, good Magfest, buddy. Thanks. My God, it was it was wonderful. Mwah. Well, to should you, we Matt. should we go Thank for you. let's say three more? Should we? Should we? Yeah, seems about right. Okay. The Grigglypuff asks, fuck, marry, kill, Big Boss, Solid Snake, Raiden. Fuck Big Boss, kill Raiden, marry whoever's left. Solid Snake, you know, the main character. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's okay, because I feel like Solid Snake would divorce me later anyway, and we'd both move on. He's not a family man, so it's a very uh, low responsibility relationship. What what, what are the three again? Big Boss, Solid Snake, and Wu? Raiden, 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 whatever. I will definitely marry Raiden, without a doubt. Oh, well, really? You think you'd get along? He's a pretty loyal dude. He's a pretty loyal dude, dude. Yeah. I mean... And he'll protect me, man. <laughs> him and Rose didn't end out too well. Yeah, but, you know, he stops a fucking yacht for Snake. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I just gotta be his God. solid Snake, Arsenal man. gear... Not his Rose. ...is a yacht. Wasn't it like a giant boat? It was a f- like comically oversized battleship thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just a mountain-sized hunk of metal floating in the ocean. The important information here is he stopped it for his true love. Yes, Solid Snake. He's not interested in the roses. He's interested in the snakes. 
Okay, and I got the snakes for him. Can roses even bloom on a battlefield? Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I'd fuck... I'd fuck... I'd fuck big boss Metal yeah. Gear Solid... Metal Gear Solid 3 yeah. pre-Eyepatch Big Boss. Oh, you know he's good at it, too. Yeah. I would marry Very Solid experienced Snake. experienced man. Because... I would marry Solid Snake because he gets old and dies really quickly, so I can take his money pretty fast. What and move money? on. And move on. What? And then I would probably kill Raiden, even though I, I agree with Matt. He'd probably be the most loyal. But by this point, he'd have, like, no limbs, and he'd just be a head on a robot. I just don't like Raiden as he much as He'd just get replaced with better limbs. He redeems himself. I mean, yeah, but not as... He's still... Unlike less of a fun level for oh me, I'd, I'd still want to see Big Boss and Snake live on. I write in. I feel is a little more of a throwaway character. Wow, how could you say that? How could you say that about him? He's the love of my life, Raiden. What the the, that, the best man? That means the that love... George George won't steal him away from me. Oh, okay. He's annoying as shit in MGS2. <laughs> and in MGS4, he constantly shows up trying to save the day, but yeah, he just gets smushed by stuff over and over again. He gets stepped on by a little robot. He gets he gets crushed by, oh, by a big bad hunk of metal. You know, Kojima's Guys, we got another fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> we got another fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. Again. Fuck, Mary kill. These, fuck, these go well. Yes, fuck, Mary kill. They don't go well. <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. PD Piranha. Plant. What? Joker from Persona 5 or Sans from Undertale? Jesus Christ, those are... Okay, I'm gonna have to write that down. <laughs> I... Joker from Persona... See, I haven't even... Uh, Persona is something you I gotta Joker? get to someday, but I have to, like, clear out a weekend. You said Joker? I wouldn't want to fuck Petey Piranha because... Man, he's got some shot a mortgage to pay. <laughs> All right, well, I'd fuck uh, Joker from Persona 5. I'd fuck Joker, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd fuck he's, Joker he's from a cute Persona boy. 5. He's a handsome chap. I'd marry right. Sans. Would you, though? Mm-hmm. I, I, I would. I, I would want to live with those jokes for the rest yeah, of the time. Me and say. Sans would just toss them back yeah, and forth yeah, yeah, forever, yeah. and we'd have the time of our lives until death is, do us part. I, yeah, I think sex is a valuable, like, aspect of a marriage. No, it's just a, it's just it's just it's just uh, salad dressing. It is it though. You but you're not going to have any salad dressing. Plant. You're going to have dry salad for the rest of your life <laughs> because there's no way you're sticking anything between those bones. <laughs> <laughs> but he might have one hell of a bone for you. Yeah. <laughs> on the other hand. <laughs> on the other hand, both literally and figuratively. Two things are going to happen here. Like, if I try to fuck the piranha plant, either he's going to bite a part of me off, or Mm -hmm. I'm going to accidentally tear, like, his leaves off while, you know, going at it. Wow. Are we we really doing this? Yeah, let's throw away Petey the piranha plant. I'm going to keep Sans around, because you can still, like, order yourself a tanker or something and and fulfill, (laughs) get that problem solved with. Yeah, no, the jokes, I think, are more important. Jo- having a sense of humor is is, is probably a, a, a longer-lasting uh, treat in the long run. I'll, I'll kill Sans, because oh, I was evil in Undertale, and I killed him there. <laughs> um, and, and then I will... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll marry Joker 
because I have no idea who Joker is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the only reason I know who Joker is is because of Smash. <laughs> really? He's in Smash? Wait. Yeah. He's going to be in Smash. Wait, yeah. it's only five? Like, come on. I'm sorry that I've never played this, like, 80-hour weird Japanese RPG. How many hours have you spent on Hitman? Uh, I want to say about, like, 40 to 50. Oof. I mean, so you're exactly, you're, you're, you're just a terrible human. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I already know I like Hitman. I have liked stealth games better than I have liked JRPGs. It is a safer time investment. It is definitely safer. For you. Okay, you can't just yeah. go up, like, is, is Pushona still a game where you just run up a tower and you go through floors over and over and over and over again? Is that still Persona? No, 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 maybe. No, no, no. Like that's Persona. Like that's Persona Three, the Tartarus Tower. Persona Four, similar kind of thing, but they were separated, segmented into different like places. And then Persona Five goes like a step further, and it's like palaces. And you still have to go through floors over and over and also, over. Also, Persona Five has a lot of stealth elements. I'll have you know, George hmm. Weidman. Hmm. You know, Joker also is wearing that mask, so you could just like get him to pretend to be other people. Also, you can like bust out the wow, persona. This is like, a getting weird. This is getting so weird. Okay, Would let's you end have it, it any other way. Let's have it. Let's end it on. Oh my god, George! <laughs> Whoa, paranoid, paranoid Jumbotron asks <laughs> biggest regret when it came to a video game purchase. B- biggest regret when you bought a video game. Biggest regret when it came to a video game purchase. What's a game you bought and was instantly, after like playing it, just like, why did I spend money on this? I don't mm-hmm. actually have many, but I can trace the like beginnings of my cynicism over to Grand Theft Auto 4. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty strong one. I, I hated how that game controlled. I hated the main character. I, I, I didn't... The game had one good radio station. The the physics of the cars just have your cars like topple over whenever you tried to do some cool stuff. I, the, I think there's a I've I've played some pretty bad games. I've played Two Human. I've played uh Two Worlds, uh Sacred Two, but I actually had some fun with them. Yeah. <laughs> but like the money Red Dead Redemption like, like, I just didn't like it. Whoa! I know, I wow, know. I know. It's hating pretty. Ba- on Rockstar. I'm not hating but, on Rockstar. It's just I is, just couldn't get into it. And I played the online, and the I question, enjoyed the online more than I enjoyed the story. I just it just didn't grab me at that age that I was. The question is digging it like disappointment more so than just like flat yeah, out bad, bad game, quality. Because yeah. like that's not what I think. Me and Matt didn't like about it. It's like expectations weren't met, or like preferences that we thought we'd be getting satisfied weren't getting satisfied more so than like if you load up some weird janky euro jank thing that's like a fresh new ip like two worlds you're probably gonna give it more of a benefit of the doubt than an established brand and there's there's always like something going on like and in two worlds i got in the bargain bin as well. I paid $60 for Red Dead yeah. Redemption, mm-hmm. and yeah. I did not get $60 worth. I waited in line for GTA 4 on Midnight Launch, and that actually I know, worsens the disappointment I know exactly. Factor. I know exactly what mine was, actually. Mine was Dragon Ball Z Raging Blast. Oof. Ooh. 
Damn. I Did you was, have a raging blast? I was a poor university student at the time. I could only really afford, like, a couple of games a year. Fucking just poor as shit. And I remember watching, like, a lot of, uh, you know, hype. Because, the, the, you know, this was, like, the first Dragon Ball game since the Budokai games in a while. Uh, and it was coming out, what, 2009, I think it came out. And I was like getting super excited with my housemate who was also a big Dragon Ball Z fan. And we were like, we're going to play this, the shit out of this game like we did with Budokai. It's going to be great. Paid full price for it, which is like 50 pounds in the UK, which is a lot of money. Started playing it for like two hours. It was just like the worst. It was, it was the worst. It was ugly. It like had like this rock, paper, scissors system that was just bullshit. It was so bad. I was so upset. I traded that shit so hard the next day. See, a good way to avoid this problem is to not buy games for full price. And I have not done that since... Well, no, I have done that, but I've not, like, really taken a risk since GTA 4. Well, It's not that hard to just wait a couple weeks. Lessons learned to all of us. Man, I bought Hitman 2 for $47 on, like, a bargain website that... Like I didn't even buy my favorite game of this year at full price, and it it's was still, still close within launch price. week. <laughs> that tells you awesome forty-seven dollars, well. though. Get it? Get it? Forty-seven. Uh, yes, yeah. George. Yeah. You made that joke before. That's, that's good. Oh, good job. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you to everyone for your questions. That was kind of fun and weird and strange. <laughs> maybe we'll weird. Do, maybe we'll do it again. Maybe we won't. Who knows on the Dad and Sons podcast? Because we don't know anything. Who are the dads? I- who are the sons? Me and that piranha plant mm-hmm. are going to get it on in a minute. Me and Joker are going to take that mask off. Whoa. Me and Big Boss are going to rub our beards together. <laughs> if, if you guys survived all of that, please uh, uh, <laughs> su- subscribe. What do you do on iTunes? Rate us five stars on iTunes. You can, fo- you can follow us on iTunes. Like, add it to your subscription so it automatically downloads, which helps us out a lot. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube on the Super Bunny Hop Second channel, which is the home of the Dan Sons podcast and some of George's archive streams. Not that you'd want to watch that instead of listening to this wonderful podcast. Yeah, he removes all the good streams. Uh, it's just uh, him. Well, the girlfriend didn't want that much of her on the internet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> there it is. Bram, bram, bram. You, can, you can also find us on Twitter. You can find Matt and pester him to tweet more or make new videos. Who wants to see Matt make more videos? Whoa, I do. Whoa, I do. I do. Let's make. Let's cutting. get Matt. In my hand. Let's let's get Matt <laughs> making more videos. Yeah. And everybody, Let, let's have make, a merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Money grows on trees, guys. We we don't have to mm. work. We can just make videos all day. You don't. You don't have to right now. <laughs> <laughs> have a very merry Christmas from. All of your three dads and sons. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a happy Mm -hmm. another beer. Uh